Guts and Grit Podcast. A podcast where we discuss overcoming the odds, resiliency, and never giving up. Join us each week as host John Melson, Joy Vatrebeck, and Mark Renahan discuss coming back from failure and never quitting. Guts and Grit, it's go time. Welcome to another edition of Guts and Grit. We are on episode 13. My goodness, I am your host, Mark Renahan, of course, with my co-host, Joy Vatrebeck, and of course, Sergeant Melson coming to us from Fort Benning. We have a special show today. We have two incredible guests. They come to us from an organization called Freedom Jam USA. We have been highlighting nonprofits that help veterans and first responders, and these two gentlemen do just that. They are Dale Sizemore and Brian Judy. Now, you may recognize or recognize Dale's name. I don't know about his face, but Dale was one of the Rangers in the Battle of Mogadishu, which was featured in the movie Black Hawk Down. Brian is going to tell us a little bit more about himself and how he got involved with Freedom Jam USA. So a big guts and grit welcome to Dale and Brian. How are you doing, gentlemen? Welcome. Good. Awesome. Thanks for having us on. Oh, it's a yeah, pleasure thanks. to have you, you here. Uh, so I, I want to just start off... Briefly, Dale, and then get on to whatever one you want to start first. A little bio on yourself. And, and you know, Dale, I, I'd love to hear a, a tad about the, the experience being in the Battle of Mogadishu and Brian, how you got involved with Freedom Jam USA. So, one of you is feel free to start it off. Go ahead, jump on it, Brian. You want me to? Yep, go ahead. All right. Well, my name is Brian Judy, uh, the founder of Freedom Jam. Came about of it. Uh, December of uh, 2019 is when we started this. I've been doing philanthropic charity work since 2000. So just feel like, you know, we're, we're lucky enough to be where we are today and, and we could always get back to others. And, uh, you know, came up with the wild idea to uh, help. My dad's a veteran and came up with the idea to, to help veterans uh, in December of 2019. Uh, we started putting the show together January of 2020. And then this thing called COVID hit. Uh, but, uh, we pledged through and we were the only people that put on a show in Missouri in 2020. Wow. So we, we had our show, we had, uh, about 600 people inside, uh, which is crazy that we still able, were able to have our show, but, uh, it went on and, uh, our headliners at the time actually gave up, uh, about $6,000 to a show that they were supposed to be doing in Ohio to come to our show for two. Wow. Well, pandemics can't stop supporting veterans no. and first responders. So Brian, <laughs> how did you get involved with Dale? Now, Dale, I, I know you too are a very, I uh, like to give back and, uh, you know, in the veterans community, I know the Black Hawk Down story is, is quite famous. How did you two kind of get in, get involved with one another? And Dale, how did you get involved with uh, Freedom Jam? Well, I met Dale actually through through a buddy of mine. So I my day job is in the building materials, and a buddy of mine is actually a rep for some building materials, and he's actually friends with Dale. So it's a real small world how this all interconnects. And then, uh, Dale, I'll just let you run from there because you got the rest of the story. <laughs> this is part of the story, Brian. Freedom oh, yeah. Jam, great baby. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, our, our, our mutual friend, Rob, he, uh, who I grew up with, he was friends with my younger brothers, um, just called me one day and said that, Hey, there's this, there's this dude that, you know, um, he does a lot of charity for, 
uh, veterans. And I think you guys would, you know, be able to help each other out a lot. So, you know, I called Brian and, you know, he sounded a little creepy on the phone. But I thought <laughs> I can't um, and uh, as you can see, he looks a little creepy, but, uh, but he, he really is a good dude. He really give, is a good dude. Um, give me more credit than that. A lot creepy, at least. Come on. Not a little. A lot. Give me that. Come on. The first time he saw you, he was going to call the cops. There's a strange man in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he did. We got good Dale stories, so believe me. We got Dale stories. Now, Dale, how, how old were you when you joined the service? Did you join right out of high school? Did you? Do you? Uh, how did that work for you? Yeah, it was about six months after I graduated. I uh, um, I actually went in. So I signed up in in I think June of of 1990, the year I graduated, and went in January 3rd of 91. I graduated and, in 1990 also. So you're a young buck like myself. Yep. Oh yes, yep, definitely. Um, which is why I'm wearing readers. Um, yeah, exactly. We got the readers on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. They make us look sophisticated with House of Learned Doctors. Now, so you joined yeah. you joined the army, and how did you how did you get into becoming a ranger? Um, well, I the recruiter, you know, had me in the recruiting station. He said, asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, I have no idea. He said, Let me show you some films. And man, I just see these guys rowing down the river in camo, and you know, fast roping and jumping out of airplanes. I'm like, dude, that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to be a ranger? I said, sure. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. So, um, but he, he did square me away and, and me and my recruiter are, are still close friends today. Um, Chris Springs, he, uh, um, he, he's, he was awesome. And he told me, he said, Hey, when you go up there, he said, don't take no for an answer. He said, if, uh, if they tell you they don't have a ranger slot, um, get up and walk out. And that's exactly what happened. You know, he said, what the recruiter's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, like, I want to be a ranger. And he's like, yeah, I don't think we have anything. So I stood up and I walked right out of his little cubicle and he chased me down the hallway and he's like, whoa, 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 come back here, come back here. And, and they, the first lot they had was in January of, uh, or would have been April of, of, uh, you know, 1991. So I left for basic in January of 91. And, and it's just, uh, you know, Short story from there. Dale, you can't I tell, guess. but but John is is like like ready to jump up and start doing push-ups. <laughs> he loves these stories of people becoming rangers. I can, I can see him right now. His brain is twirling. But before I let him start talking, uh, when did you find yourself? I mean, I think 93 was the Battle of Mogadishu. So, I mean, can you just, I, I don't, again, when we have a rule here on our show, when we're talking to veterans, whatever you want to share, you share it. Whatever you don't, you don't. So, if you're sick of talking about this, I totally get that. But I, if yeah. I have one of the ranges from the Black Hawk Down story on my show, I have to ask some questions <laughs> about it. So what was it like? I mean, and, you know, not only the battle itself, but when you came back and the movie came out years later, how did that affect you, you know, and the, the whole story? Man, I tell you, um, it being in the Rangers is like nothing else. Um, it, there's nothing else in the world like it. Uh, I haven't found anything else in this world like it and i wouldn't trade that time for anything um so i mean it, I, I met just the greatest guys in the world who are you know 99 of them are still you know my best friends and you know i talk to 10 15 guys every day um get to work with uh you know half a dozen of them with three rangers whiskey and um so it's just it, you, you can't you can't trade that for for any amount of money, but, um, you know, we started, started in 91 and, 
by the time 90, 93 came around, uh, you know, I already had my Ranger tab. I was an E4, graduated Ranger school on my 21st birthday. I still didn't drink. Um, I was one of those, you know, good guys. Um, and uh, um, we, when we got called to do the mission, we were in Texas doing some training. Um, they flew us to the Delta compound. And, and at the time, um, no other unit had, had been there to train. And uh, so, you know, we, we kind of, we looked up the Delta guys and still do, you know, um, now they're, uh, you know, friends still to this day. I, you know, talked to them, talked to a few of them, you know, every now and then. Um, and, uh, and that the thing that most people don't understand is that, you know, you, you train to do that. You know, Rangers, we get, we have the best, we had the best equipment, um, get to, you know, shoot live rounds all the time. Um, and, and that's the real difference between special operations and say the national guard. If you gave the national guard, the rounds that we wasted every September trying to get rid of, to get more ammo the next year in October <laughs> when the fiscal year started, um, they would be much better trained than, um, but, then, then you know, then most of the military gives them credit for, it. and um, but it's a, uh, it, it it's just it's weird because you train for it, you know, even getting shot at, you just you don't you don't. I wasn't thinking about it, you know, wasn't thinking about rounds going by. Uh, it wasn't till Blackburn fell out of the helicopter and you know Pillow was killed that um, that started to sink in just a little bit, and still you know wasn't afraid to be out there. Um, you know, and at the time all that happened, I still had the cast on my arm. So when the opportunity arose, you know, pulled the heplock out and, you know, cut the cast off and jumped on a Humvee and went out, you know, all I could think of was, you know, my, my brothers are out there and, you know, and besides if I was the only guy not, not to go, I, I would get smoked every chance they got for not having a CIB. You know? <laughs> John, you understand that, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to say, John, you're holding back. Let exactly. loose, Johnny. Go ahead. You can talk now. I can see that John wants to get involved. So go ahead, John. Okay, so I'm really excited. <laughs> I can tell. You guys came on. Uh, I appreciate and love what you guys are doing to give back to those that have stepped up to the plate and and sacrifice and dedicate themselves to serve our country, right? So I, man, I can't thank you guys enough. And to come back in and contribute in the manner that you're contributing, uh, man, that's that's awesome. Uh, and, and I hope when when my time is is up, when I hang this uniform up, I still have that drive and ambition like yourself to give back to to the guys that have sacrificed and dedicated their lives to this, right? And uh, man. I, I've watched Black Hawk Down probably <laughs> three million times. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. And, and to think one of those real life people, not the Hollywood people. Right. And like, I can't reach out and shake your hand or hug you, but, but to think like there's somebody that one of those people. <laughs> he just gave you a hug, John, over the camera. <laughs> those guys, you know, I had already served in the Marine Corps at that time. And my, you know, I put my military service behind me. And then when Black Hawk Down came out and I watched it, I was like, man, what did I do getting out? Like, what if I was a knucklehead to get? I should have stayed in. Like, the, that brotherhood, that camaraderie, like, it's unmatched anywhere, right? And then to think how close those bonds are when you go through some bad shit, right? Like, and you endure oh, yeah. that. 
And that bond is so tight. A lot of people just don't understand it, right? That I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a trauma bond because it's a good thing. It's a good it thing. Is good. That we can count on each other, right? And man, to be able to sit here and I got a, I got one of you guys here on the show. Mark got you to come on. Um, Brian reached out to us like, I'm blown away and I'm flattered you guys would take the time out of your day to come on here and talk to us on the show and, and, and spread your message to our listeners, right? Um, man, I, and again, I watched that that movie so many friggin' times, man. I got the lines memorized. Not to know if those were the actual conversations that took place. <laughs> but I think I, how they portrayed you guys, and I know what, in my own experiences, some of the shit that I've been in, um, I hope I have lived up to how they portrayed you guys, right? Because I watched you guys and was like, that's how, that's how we need to be. We need to be that hard. We need to be able to endure. We have to face the worst of situations and train. My big thing is train to be hard to kill, right? Train as hard as it could possibly be. So when it is hard, it's not so bad, right? And we can endure it. And, and you guys really, uh, as, as much as that Hollywood was, you guys lived it. So that real life that you guys get to share and, and, and bring to all of us, it is, has inspired people like myself. And um, I, I appreciate it, man. And I hope my time in the service, now that I'm in the Army, National Guard, but I'm in the Army, that uh, when I'm over there and I'm in the shit and I'm training soldiers and I, I was a ranger instructor for a while that I've... I've upheld how, how the, the, the lifestyle you guys set in stone for your legacy, right? And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say... I instructed at 4th RTV for a year. Oh, okay. That's Yeah, I, when I would walk patrols, I walked with Bravo Company at 4th. <laughs> I was uh, very loud. I would say that uh, Black Hawk Down w w put the Rangers kind of... Mm -hmm. You heard about, if you didn't know much about the military, after that movie, the Rangers definitely came to, you know, to your head. Dale, one, one of the funniest things I want to just mention briefly, and, and John was also guilty of this, is I told everyone I could, uh, my friends, like, guess what? You know, this week in the show, we got one of the Rangers from Black Hawk Down coming on. They're like, oh, who? I'm like, Dale Sizemore. And they're like, no, no, no. His, his name is Tom Sizemore. He's an actor. I'm like, no, 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 no. One of the, one of the, and they're like, no. And then one of my buddies was like, how did you get him? You know the actor? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you know the Ranger who had the cast on? And the, they're like, oh, that's just as good. I'm like, I know it is. So, but let me ask you, did the movie depict the actual battle? Like, what was your feeling on that, Dale? Did, do you feel that, like, the, 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 how they portrayed it was as, and were you happy with the, the actor who played you? Um, yeah, Matthew Marston, um, you know, funny thing, uh, Matthew and I had just became acquainted in, in the last uh, four or five years. And he is seriously a good dude, um, uh, awesome guy. I, I, I really can't say enough about him, but um, I, I think they did a, you know, a, a fairly decent job. You know, you'd take 18 hours and, and condense it into two um, and not just 18 hours, but, you know, prep time, um, you know, the, the hours before the actual battle itself. And then, you know, afterwards. So it was, it, it's tough to do. And, you know, they, they condensed some of the characters um, like Matt, um, great soldier and you know great leader he uh um there was no way he could be in all those places at once you know and in the moving element in the casualty collection point you know um it with the uh the 
convoy. So they, they just, it, a whole bunch of characters went into to making Matt's character. And, uh, I mean, he, Matt goes around and speaks about it and I'm, I'm sure he could probably give you a better, a better idea of, of what he thinks. But, um, in general, I, I think they did a fairly decent job. Uh, the first time we all saw it was in Fort Benning. Um, they got a bunch of us together and this theater there, uh, thanks to Kenny Thomas had, uh, um, had a private showing for us and we watched it there and man, we just, all we did was rip it apart the whole time, you know? <laughs> um, so the second time I watched it, I, I told myself I'm going to watch it for entertainment purposes only. And, and I was entertained. So that's, <laughs> that's really all that, all that matters. You know, are people entertained and, and are they educated a little bit about, you know, what actually went on over there? And it, it, it was fairly close. So and Mark I can, Bell did a great job on the book. Go ahead. I can appreciate you saying that because my husband's a Marine and he's always picking out stuff and saying, that's not how it happens. That's not really how it goes. Well, I must imagine also the, the opportunity of ball busting to your fellow Rangers <laughs> in the movie must have been huge with like what actor got to play who and things like that. So that must have been a, uh, an mm, interesting experience. Mm. So, all right. So back to... To Freedom Jam, because I want to I want to keep it's an amazing event that I, you know, and we just, you know, I've been looking into it. So, Brian, I'm going to ask you a few questions. So Freedom Jam is September 10th. For all you who are watching, you can go online to www.freedomjamusa.net. You can sponsor veterans to go. So even if you don't live in Missouri, it's taking place in St. Peter's, Missouri at the Diamond Music Hall. But if you don't live there, you can still go to their website. You can donate. You can sponsor. And the guys here will send local veterans in your place. And there are some amazing country music stars um, playing that night. I'm going to let Brian tell you a little bit more about that. Sure. So, uh, and once again, thanks for, thanks for this platform, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we have a, uh, a local artist named Mark Perkins. Uh, Mark Perkins is actually active army national guard also. Oh, wow. So okay. we get the best of both worlds. We get the best of the music plus we get the best of the service. So that's, that's, that's a pretty unique thing. So, uh, we're happy to have him and, and he's been at, uh, the two shows prior to this, and uh, it's kind of a boot stomping good time band, you know. So uh, it, when he gets up on stage, it's a party. So we'll leave it at that. And then uh, Molly Lovett is right here from our backyard, and uh, she took off after the very first Freedom Jam. It was on a Saturday. She took off for Nashville on Sunday, and now she's taking Nashville by storm. So she's coming home for her third, uh, this will be her third appearance on our stage. And then we have Taylor Austin Dye, who actually was uh, just with Winona Judd, oh. uh, just open for her. And a uh, matter of fact, tonight she is with T. Graham Brown as they are raising money for the flood victims of Kentucky. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, she's originally right. from Kentucky, and uh, they are doing a uh, flood relief tonight. So, uh, you know, and, and the thing with with these artists is they're very much like us. We, we could pick whoever we wanted, you know, but we want to pick people who have similarities and, and characteristics like us. We don't want somebody that's just coming to do it for a paycheck. You know, we want, we want them to be our foot soldiers out in, in their neck of the woods so they can go back and tell the story. Well, Hey, here's what, here's what forgotten coast canine does. Here's what freedom jam does, you know, look for them coming to a, a city near you. Here's what uh, veterans community project does because I mean, we all know it. I mean, we don't pay attention to our veterans enough. No, it's it's. it's and I'm glad you happened to just mention the two groups. So for those, I, I think we already brought this up, but I want to just line, touch on this sense. again. Yeah, Freedom Jam USA takes the money that they raise and they donate it back to both veterans groups 
and first responders yep. and law enforcement. Now, the two groups they have picked this time are the Veterans Community Project and Forgotten Coast Canine. And I think, Brian, I was told that the donations or the money raised here may get a veteran a service dog from Forgotten Coast Canine. Maybe you could touch on that. Yeah, that is absolutely true. So uh, we did have we did have one picked out, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, he got a job. He was fighting like hell to to get him a job, uh, but he had to move to North Dakota. So the original guy that we were giving a dog to um, has has moved, but we already have another one in line. But it will be happening uh, actually on our stage. So wow. um, you know the the whole idea about about our the service dogs with Forgotten Coast Canine is. We want to decrease veteran suicide. Um, and if they have that service dog there, they, they feel like they do have to take care of it. The dog, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship. Mm. Uh, but having that dog and that support is, is very, very crucial, just like equine therapy, uh, you know, with a horse. So um, we're honored that, that Forgotten Coast Canine and, and people that train the dogs called Top Tier Canine. And uh, they're the ones that are, you know, putting the money behind it and uh, doing it on our stage. Uh, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate that. As my husband is as a recipient of one of those dogs, or was trained for a service dog, he lost hearing in uh, Fallujah. So yeah. appreciate that a lot. Yeah, and and you, I, I right, I would say probably two months ago, I was in the car riding with Chris uh, Chris O'Brien, who runs Forgotten Coast Canine. Didn't know the guy that we were calling. Called him out of the blue. He was a Vietnam War veteran. Mm. Um, Immediately, Chris just said, hey, how's the dog doing? He was like, fine. He's like, this is awesome. He goes everywhere with me. He goes, well, I got a buddy of mine here, Brian Judy, with, with Freedom Jam. And and uh, do you have anything that you can say? He goes, well, I don't know if I would be here if I didn't have that dog. Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's absolutely. It's impactful. Yeah, it's no, impactful. very. It it's, it's super it impactful. Is. And just. Forgotten Coast Canine, ForgottenCoastCanine.org, and the Veterans Community Project is the VeteransCommunityProject.org, spelled both the way you think they would be spelled, except canine is the letter K and the number nine, not N-I-N-E. So, Dale, I got another question for you. I keep hearing about this Three Rangers whiskey. That uh, <laughs> what, what is this now? Is this a bunch of rangers got together and made some whiskey? Or could you touch on that for a second? Because you yeah. told me that before yeah. Somalia, you were sober, and then afterwards, yeah. you're now well, part of a whiskey company. Well, he's, he's uh, not at, so much now. After Somalia, vodka and myself found each other, and it was a love <laughs> affair. Um, too much so. But but Three Rangers was founded by um, uh, a ranger from Somalia, John Collette. It's made up in Chicago. Um, the uh, the wit he formed or he made Three Rangers whiskey. Uh, Three Rangers Rye, in order to start Three Rangers Foundation. And every dime from the whiskey went to the foundation. Um, now they are separate entities. Um, some, you know, more well-known rangers in our community. Um, you know, Command Sergeant Major Mike Hall runs it. Um, Marcus Hall is always, is there also. So they, they collect enough um, donations to run the foundation on its own. We still donate a minimum of 10% from the whiskey back to them. Um, not to mention, you know, hundreds of hours each uh, in, in charity work. So uh, to help them raise money. And it's just, it's a fit, you know, fantastic organization. They, uh, um, they help rangers and um, 
their counterparts, their attachments, uh, transition from military life to civilian life. They have mentorship programs, um, you know, job programs. It's, it, they're just absolutely amazing. Um, I, you know, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be able to sponsor them freedom jam, but, uh, um, they just, they, they, they do a great job, but they're, they have focused their, um, um, or they have, they're focusing on just the, those Rangers and those attachments that are, you know, the people that are attached to Rangers, because if, if you go too broad, you don't get to help as many. Mm. So this way they, they at least cover, you know, the regiment and, uh, they're, they're tied in with the regiment. I mean, you know, hand and foot and it's just, it's, it's amazing the things they do. Um, I, it's just, uh, I mean, Perfect. I love it. Yeah. I mean, the more organizations that can give back and help veterans, the better. Johnny, I know you want to say something, so go ahead. I can. You just look happy and pleased at all this. He's chomping at the bit. I'm still. I still can't believe I have somebody from Black Hawk down. Kind of like sitting across from me. Wow. How do you know how my wife feels every single day? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you the first thing I'm doing when I go home tonight is I'm watching Black Hawk Down. And then I'm going to call everyone and be like, yeah, I see the guy in the cast on my show tonight. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched in a while, so I might No, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Now, did anything change, Dale? Like when the, when the movie came out afterwards, did you, was it different? Or were you still a ranger when it came out? Nope, nope. I spent five years and, uh, and I got out and, you know, um, February of 96 and uh movie came out the day my oldest son was born oh wow and and his name is Reese James after Lorenzo uh Ruiz who was my best friend and James Smith the um the ranger that was they were digging into his hip to stop bleeding yeah 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 I I was in his team I, I always say he was in my team but but that wasn't the case he was he was the team leader um and uh you know another great soldier so you know and my ex-wife um, who probably should have left me long before she actually did. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she, you know, it, it, it was it was no big deal for her to to go ahead and and you know name him Reese James after after the two of them and you know plus uh, there was James Smith, James Cavaco, and James Joyce. So there were three Jameses wow. that uh, ended up passing away, um, you know, in, in Somalia. And so it's it just you know it, mm. it's an honor for me to to have him walking around and and he's a stud. You know, he looks just like me. Um. Oh, so obviously a stud. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone who graduates in 1990 wears glasses is a stud, Dale. You know what I mean? That's that's how it works these days. So, so guys, I, I got to tell you, it's amazing what you're doing. And now, um, Brian, do you have any larger plans for Freedom Jam? I know. So, so far you've been doing them in Missouri, correct? Right, correct. Yeah. So I didn't even, when I was telling you guys about the, I didn't even tell you guys about our headliner. Oh, who's the headliner? Who's that? So that's Brady Seal. So if you've ever, if the name Seals rings a bell. So if you remember back in the day, Seals and Croft or Dan Seals, um, mm. that is uh, that is his cousin. So uh, Brady actually, Brady Seals actually uh, was with the band Little Texas, which in the '90s had God Bless Texas, so many multi-platinum okay. awards, yes. yeah. and uh, just just the coolest laid-back guy. That you'll meet. He even does some. He even does Tom Petty stuff, which is really cool too. He's got a band called the Petty Junkies. Uh, but uh, we're we're blessed to just be able to to have talent like that. Somebody's been on the big stages, um, and that has such a uh, pedigree of 
a musicianship. So, and, and Brian, like you said, it's it's not just a concert. It's kind of just a night of fun with like-minded folks who want to help veterans and you know uh, law enforcement. Right. So it's a great night for anyone to go there. It really does you know music is just a part of it, which is a big part I know, oh, but. Yeah. It's the camaraderie, and it's a good old, like you said, a, a boot stomp in time. My friends at home are, are watching me, and they're seeing me smile, as you mentioned, these country music stars, knowing full well I have no idea who they are. But I'm going <laughs> to pretend on the You're show fine. that I do as the host. But uh, John and I are Boston uh, City guys, so we don't know a ton of um, country music you guys. But had heard of a guy like I told Texas. Dale, if you ever need a, a rapper show, I know a lot of underground rappers I could get for you. I don't know how that would work. But uh, actually... So Go ahead. You asked about if we were if we were going to to branch out. So we've talked about doing a uh, a rock show next year. All right. As well Excellent. as well as more of a uh, a country rock type show. So and we're looking at branching out, and I can't say much, but there is a city out on the east coast that is very interested in us coming out there and uh, doing a show out there. Well, Brian, any way we can help. Us, yeah. yeah, I was going to come to the the uh, the show on the 10th, but it's my 50th birthday and I'm going to be out of town. So I'm a little upset about that. But Well, if you would have come, you could have had some three Rangers, but you just blew it. Uh, yeah. I actually don't drink, so <laughs> it's no fun. But John is going to come and we're going to drink some three Rangers for John. I'm going to buy John some three Rangers. So, guys, once again, anybody who's watching, it's www.freedomjamusa.net. Now, again, you do not have to live in Missouri to help the vets and the first responders here. If you want to help, you go to that website. There is sponsorship opportunities. You can also purchase tickets for these, you know, Dale and Brian will fill with local veterans. Our veterans are, you know, even Missouri, doesn't matter what state they're from, let's help them out in every single mm -hmm. state, one state at a time if we have to. It is being held at the Diamond Music Hall. The doors open at three. I think the show starts kind of moving around four. Uh, there is a ton of unbelievable country music guests. There's a few we didn't mention. There's also a young lady who's going to be singing the national anthem that is incredibly talented. And a 12-year-old. And it's, there's a 12-year-old who is singing. That is, yeah. that is a really good country music singer. So, again, all of the money goes to the Veterans Community Project and Forgotten Coast Canine. Guys, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Dale, Brian, anything you want to add before we close it up? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, even if you don't, um, didn't have a chance to sponsor this year. Um, after the concert, um, I would say get your get your sponsorships in so we can, um, you know, get your logos, uh, you know, on our, mm -hmm. um, you know, on, on all our advertisements, and you can be a sponsor for next year. You know, if uh, um, if you want, and, and if you sponsor this year, want to sponsor again next year, great. Uh, the more help, the the better. You know, the sooner the better. We'll uh, we'll make this thing you know, grow. Yeah. And they, I'd like to see it go across the whole USA, four or five concerts a year with all the money going to groups like Forgotten Coast Canine and Veterans Community Project. And that really has it, been a theme here on Guts and Grit. I mean, I know we're seeing Guts and Grit, but everybody has been giving back to the community and especially veterans. So it takes you. Guts Thank and Grit to give it back. Does. One thing about Veterans Community Project, which makes them very unique, which is why I love them, so whenever that veteran moves in, they, so the very first one was in Kansas City, Missouri. So they know what, what it kind of takes. But it takes a little over 11 months for them to transition through the program and through the training and job skills and so on and so forth. Uh, once that veteran graduates to the next, the next level, so it's a, if it's an apartment or his own home or whatever it is, anything that is not nailed, glued, or screwed in that tiny home, that veteran gets to take with him the bed 
the microwave, mm. the chair, the refrigerator. There's nothing like building something by up and then go, oh, by the way, you have to go do all this other junk, you know, and, and, and set them up to fail. So that is something that they just do as uh, they, they supply the veteran with all of his, you know, appliances and stuff. And that's where anybody listening to this, that's where you guys help us because the money that we raise can help replenish these homes. It can help with the food that they give them. So $20, $29 might not seem like a lot, but it's a ton. Yeah, and, and it's great that you're providing, you know, mm -hmm. the, both of these organizations, one provides housing and the other provides a service dog. I mean, mm -hmm. it's incredible what they do. So, Johnny, before we take off, I'm going to let you do your usual finish, but I'm sure you have a few words before we go. You look still look excited. <laughs> uh, Mark, we haven't, I haven't had a chance to have uh, a ranger on the show. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I ask all the rangers I come across that may have been a student at one point or they're, they're in senior leadership, and I always ask them. So I'm going to put you on the spot, and I, I, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to admit I'm, I'm always curious about this. So this is why I ask this question. The Ranger Creed is five stanzas. Yes. Which, which one is your favorite? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. Um, um, I mean, the first stanza um, has, has always been been one of my favorites, uh, but. Uh, Man, I, 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 it's hard to pick. I mean, you know that the, the whole the whole creed is uh, they're just words to live by. You know, yes. in the military, civilian life, you just you cannot replace that with, um, uh, you know, anything except maybe the Bible. You know, <laughs> if you're a believer. Yeah. So, but the uh, that the Ranger Creed is um, is just is something that you live by as a whole. Um, it's kind of hard to piece out, but but I definitely like the first stanza. Okay. That, no. That, hey, hey, for those of us that don't yeah, know Johnny, that, can you give us a little? What clue? is the range of creed there, Sergeant Melson? So there's five stanzas, and they consist of you know like small paragraphs, and they're the creed that we live by as rangers for becoming rangers, right? But um, Dale was uh, Dale. Tom. Uh, Dale, you were right Dale. the first Dale, time, not Dale, Tom. You got it. Tom Sizemore is the actor. Tom Sizemore. Down movie mode. He he served in regiment. He, he is an army ranger. I, I am ranger qualified. Uh, I'm a ranger leader in, in, in the regular formations in operational force, right? Conventional. Um, so it's five stanzas of pretty six much. Stanzas. Six stanzas. I'm six. sorry, six. Yep. Right? And it, it is the word ranger, right? And each each letter, start, each paragraph or the, the, the stanza starts with the R, the A, the N, the G, the E, the R. And it's what we recite, and that is our creed. And as he said, it, it is a part of you. It, it is, is what you live by. And it becomes, you know, you just carry that on. Mm -hmm. And they say the toughest part of ranger school is not the fact that you graduate ranger school, but what comes after ranger school is upholding the creed. Because everybody looks at you to expect more from you because that's what it talks about in our creed, 100% and then some. Right. right. Um, but for, I, I, I agree. You know, the first one is great. Um, my when when I, the, the question turns around, they're like, well, what, do you, "What do you think?" Sorry, Melson, which one's your favorite? I always say the the last stanza, right? Readily will I display the intestinal fortitude to fight on to the ranger objective and complete mission. And will I be the lone survivor? Right. So no matter what the odds are, you're going to fight on to to me like with you, to your dying breath. Like you're just going to continue to go, 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 go. Um, 
and the young soldiers, they get off on it. And it's like, that is, yes, not to say that their choice was any less than, uh, but that was, that's, that's mine. Right. And I just wanted to share that with you. Like, and I, I picture what your guys' effort was, was to the core. Like you guys were readily ready to display it. You fought on regardless of what was going on, whether you're going to be the lone survivor, like you guys pushed on and, uh, and I'm just flabbergasted this guy's on my show. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'm with John. I want to I see Black I'm, quite, I'm quite pleased. All right. We're going to let these two go because it's getting late. But everybody coming up to our September 11th shows next week, we got two incredible shows. Hopefully a third one we may be adding. Once again, Freedom Jam USA, www.freedomjamusa.net. It is an incredible organization. It's going to be an incredible night, September 10th. St. Peter's, Missouri, Diamond Music Hall. Again, you don't have to live in Missouri to be a part of this and to help out such fantastic groups such as the Veterans Community Project and Forgotten Coast K9. And I still have to look down and read that even though I've said it 10 times because I'm losing my mind. But anyway, Johnny, you want to take us out with your famous tagline? Guys, what I always tell everybody in the show, everyone always thinks like my, my real office is at the gym. And I try, and they're always like, why do you spend so much time in the gym? And I tell them, and, and I hope you can appreciate this, I tell everybody, you know, I train so much. I train so I'm to be hard to kill. So if you're going to try and take my life, I'm going to make you work for it. And I'm going to work myself out. So it is a tough thing to accomplish. Right. So train hard to be, to be, to be hard to kill. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Dale, God. Brian, <laughs> three ranges, whiskey. Three Don't forget whiskey. freedom, Jim, USA. See you all in the next guts and grit. Thanks Thank a lot, you. gentlemen. Thanks y'all. Have a good night. You too. Guts and grit. Like, subscribe, comment, share.